Let's speak to our reporter in KwaZulu-Natal, Vusi Makosini. Vusi, good afternoon to you. What's happened in Etiquini so far today? Well, as we're saying that the council, the, the inaugural council of uh, Tegwini is underway here at the Moses Mapidia Stadium. Uh, it just started about uh, an hour ago. Uh, what is happening so far is that uh, the councillors from different political parties and independents are now taking an oath. But it seems as if it's going to be a long day because uh, you are talking here of about 200 councillors that are going to be uh, taking oath here. And we understand that uh, uh, the, uh, while the ANC is in the majority but uh, with the 96 seats but it is now dependent on the IFP uh, for the IFP to be able to support them uh, with the assistance seats so that the ANC can continue running this municipality. However, uh, we understand that also the TA might field also their own candidate because uh, there are about 50-something uh, seats that they have in the municipality here in the Tegwini, hoping with the hope that uh, the, the ANC or the some in the IFP might be divided or also other, uh, other parties uh, which, are, which have got a seat in Tegwini as well and independents, uh, hoping that they might also uh, maybe support them or support their candidate. So that is the status what is happening here in Tegwini, but we're hoping to be a long day, as I said earlier on, because uh, about 200 councillors are now taking over. Uh, I mentioned in the intro the agreement between the IFP and the ANC. Is that all settled or are talks still going on? We talk, we're told that the, the talks between the ANC and IFP are still ongoing, in particular on the issue of the uh, four economic hub municipalities, which are also hard. Uh, as we have said, as you, have, you mentioned the name, the names uh, uh, earlier on, mm. but in particular, the IFP has its eye on the Umsatuze in the Richards Bay area, so they're saying that they want that municipality. However, the ANC, uh, we are told that uh, in the previous or in the first round of their discussions, the ANC objected to, the, to that uh, uh, request by the IFP. Uh, the ANC, uh, we are told that they said uh, the initial agreement or the, the agreement that they are working on with the IFP. Uh, place that a party with the highest number of seats in that council will be allowed to control that municipality. So that is the argument of the ANC. However, the IFP is saying that they are still in talks with the ANC because they really think that the owner is also be given one of the economic hub municipalities. Let's talk about Etiquini in particular. Any names that have come forward standing for the mayoral position? Yes, well, uh, on the ANC side, we understand that the ANC, uh, the NEC, has announced the incumbent, Olitskaudo, uh, um, who has been a mayor, who is mayor, uh, was a mayor before, and also the former MEC for transport to, to continue being a mayor of Etewini or the candidate of the ANC in Etewini. However, as I said earlier on, uh, the EPA, we are hope, we are told that uh, they are also being uh, of uh, filling their own candidate, which is Nicole Graham, who are also a member of the of the was also a member of the of the of the uh, executive committee here in the, in the previous uh, council of Etiquette. Just with the numbers, I haven't been able to see them, Vusi. With the numbers, is the DA just standing to stand, or do they stand a chance of winning a mayor position in Etiquette? On their own, they don't stand a chance. But uh, they, uh, what they are saying, they are saying that uh, they are hoping that uh, they will, if they fill their own candidates, uh, some maybe in the ANC, maybe in the IFP and other small uh, other parties, uh, they might also uh, be tempted and vote for their candidate. That's what they are saying. But on their own, really, they cannot do anything unless they get a support from other parties and also some. If if 
by any chance some can some uh, some uh, cattle of the ANC or IFP mm. also vote for them. Uh, you mentioned one or two IFP members might not agree with that coalition. All right, uh, Vosi Makasini, thank you very much, our reporter in KwaZulu Natal. Long day for him. Uh, also a long day in Nelson Mandela Bay, where the ANC and its coalition partners have taken control there. Uh, after Eugene Johnson from the ANC was elected as the new mayor with 60 votes, and Klabat Banga of the DA received 59 votes, just one vote in it. Same voting pattern played out with the election of the Speaker, Gary Fenikak from the Northern Alliance Party. Boyelwa Mafaya from the ANC is elected deputy mayor and was the only nominee. 119 councillors present in chambers, accounting for all of the votes. Let's talk to Mkbedi Nkwina. Uh, did the council, uh, BC, sorry, did, did the council sitting proceed smoothly this morning? Yes, there when no hiccups. Um, it started exactly at 10 o'clock this morning. As you have just said, that Indra, the first person to be elected was the, um, uh, uh, the member of the newly formed political party that was conducting the elections for the very first time here in Nelson Mandela Bay. The Northern Alliance, Pierre Van Nicker, but it was a hotly, uh, tightly um, affair between him and also the DA, Rhino Keza. Um, as you said, that Pierre received 60 votes, um, while um, Rhino Keza from the Democratic Alliance received 59 votes. There were only 119 councillors today in, in, in council with one absent uh, councillor, which was um, a relative ordinal of the Democratic Alliance. But surprisingly enough, I think the bigger story will be uh, in this voting is just the vote of the year. If you remember mm. that announcement that was made by um, EFF leader um, in that media briefing, I think it was last. Could be seen. BC, I just want to interrupt you there. Sorry, your line has just broken up. So uh, you were telling us, maybe if you can just spin around a little bit, you were telling us about the EFF votes? Yes, as I was saying, that uh, um, the, the, the eight councillors of the EFF um, here this morning, they actually, as you've said, that um, uh, Julius Malema said earlier on that um, and the EFF councillors, they won't be voting for the ANC or the Democratic Alliance, but surprisingly today, they voted for the Democratic Alliance, which gave the Democratic Alliance uh, 59 votes. But that councillor of the Democratic Alliance that is missing, which is relative on the down, was going to make that difference, which was going to create a tie sure. between that position of a speaker and also um, of the um, of, of, of the uh, executive mayor. But when I was speaking with the uh, DA leader Ngabapanga in the province, was saying that after um, um, coalition talks today collapsed with also with the prospective um, coalition partners here in Nelson Mandela Bay, they realized that um, there is no need for um, relative on to actually uh, uh, to resign in the legislature. He's currently a member of the legislature, mm. but he was put on the PR list of the Democratic Alliance. But that vote today, that's actually what made the difference that made the ANC to actually to retain control of Nelson Mandela Bay again. Uh, I do want to talk about the smaller parties. Um, uh, Northern Alliance getting a position as a speaker. Gary Fenikak elected as the speaker. Was that a big upset in the chamber? Not really, because um, on the side of the Democratic Alliance, they wanted a position of uh, of infrastructure. But uh, the DA leader was saying that there was no way that they were going to give uh, the Northern Alliance, which was contesting the elections for the very first time. They are also very inexperienced. A lot of uh, of the smaller parties, they wanted... Um, 
almost a position, a very critical position, whether it's a position of a deputy mayor or a position of infrastructure or a speaker. But this time on the side of the ANC, the Northern Alliance were given that position of a speaker. But then again, it's going it, it, it's going to be a messy collision if you look at Nelson Mandela Bay. For any party, whether it's the Democratic Alliance or the DA, which both they got 48 seat in council out of the 120 seat. So to, to gain that uh, outright majority in Nelson Mandela Bay, you need 61 seat. For those two parties, without the vote of the EFF, which has eight seats in Nelson Mandela Bay, you have to be in coalition with 11 parties to get uh, that uh, oh. um, that 61 vote. Currently, the ANC, with that 60 votes that they have, they are in coalition with with um, with 10 parties. So you have to give each and every party, whether it's the UTM, whether it's AIM, uh, whether it's the ANC, a position, whether in the mayoral committee or a position in the Troika. So that is that is the difficulty that the ANC is facing, because that's the, the, the what the Democratic Alliance was saying. They realize that it's better if um, um, the collision, they rather the, the collision talks rather, um, they collapse instead of being a ceremonial party, giving each and every position to those smaller parties, although they got smaller vote during the elections. Just quickly, just looking at the number of uh, 60 versus 59, as you say, with that one absent, it, do you think that that will be the voting way forward in Nelson Mandela Bay for the next five years? It could be. Um, it, the things might even sway around if you look. Um, as soon as the Democratic Alliance, they sway in that currently the Democratic Alliance, they have 47 councillors. As soon as they sway in a new councillor, which will give them 48 seats in council, they're going to go back to that 48 seats that uh, they, they, they won during the elections or they were um, uh, allocated. As soon as they sway in that council and, and, and probably form a collision with one of those, whether it's the ACTP, they are currently in collision with the ACTP and, and also um, um, Freedom Front Plus. As soon as they get one vote and then if the EFF continues voting with the Democratic Alliance, we might see a new coalition government in the next, um, uh, probably in the next council meeting. All right, our reporter Nelson Mandela Bay, BC Ntida, thank you very much for those details. Let's continue our look at new councils that are being sworn in across the country. We go to Johannesburg, where 270 councillors in the city of Johannesburg are being sworn in uh, in the city. The council is holding its inaugural sitting after the local government elections earlier this month. The swearing-in of the councillors will be followed by the election of the Speaker, the Chief Whip and the Mayor. Talks between the DA and Action SA on who should be the Mayor remain inconclusive. Abungile Dumako has been following the developments, joins us on the Abangila, good afternoon to you. What's happened in council so far today? Good afternoon, John. Certainly the swearing-in of these councillors continues here in the Johannesburg City Council, of course, sitting for the first time here in Brixton, Johannesburg. And of course, as you've alluded in your introduction, what's expected then, which will probably be after lunch, would be if they are done with the swearing, of course, would be to elect the new uh, speaker, the new uh, chief whip, and then, of course, the ultimate goal, uh, which is the reason why these council chambers are actually so packed to get to elect the new mayor of the city of Johannesburg. Certainly, a lot of uncertainty uh, ahead of that election because you understand at to this moment, all the political parties who were in uh, coalition talks have not come to a conclusive uh, decision as to what is going to be the way forward for this economic hub of the country that is now the city of Johannesburg. A lot of a lot of comments, a lot of news that's been making headlines over the last couple of days. What are the current state of talks between? Let's start with the DA and uh, Action SA. With what we've seen uh, transpire on social media, of course, through the Federal Council chairperson of the DA, Helen Zile, and of course the statement that they have sent through to us as the media, there has been a, 
a, a deadlock, if you like, in as far as their initial decision, uh, which is to, was to work with Herman Mashaba of the Action SA as the party. We've seen a surprise move from the DA announcing that they're going to put forward uh, Dr. Mpopalate as the mayoral candidate for this city, which now changes altogether with, with, with uh, what we initially sort of anticipated would happen. Mm. Because uh, the smaller parties, which is your COPE, GOOD, UDM, uh, United Independent, IFP, AIC, and, and FS Plus, including ACDP, they've actually uh, announced that they will be backing Herman Mashaba of Action SA to be the next mayor of the city of Johannesburg. And of course, that would have been a reality if the DA was still in that part, in mm. part of that coalition. Now, it remains to be seen whether or not the ANC will jump into this opportunity and actually negotiate with these smaller parties for them to be, in, be able to take uh, the mayorship position. And of course, time is running out. Deadline for those coalition talks was today. The DA said they weren't going to work with the EFF because they said the EFF would let the ANC in from the back door. Now, the EFF says it won't vote with the ANC and the Patri Patriotic Alliance. Is there some sort of connection between the DA and the EFF? Uh, from what we've seen, again, uh, Helen Zille saying, putting out on her social media page, uh, saying that they've learned the mistakes uh, from 2016 where they actually allowed the EFF to vote with them says it's only experience that they are learning from, then it's kind of putting one in a confused position as to basically then if the AFF has vowed that they're going to go vote with the ANC, here's the DA, of course, saying that it's not going to do anything with the ANC. Mm. What's then likely to happen? Are we likely to see this municipality put under administration uh, for 90 days so that we can go for a re-election in the city of Johannesburg? That will be determined by the outcomes of this council meeting that is currently underway, which is... Uh, going to decide whether or not we should continue with the uh, you know election of the mayor what is the latest in as far as the coalition talks are concerned because the very ANC is got 91 seats here they need uh, assistance from the other political parties we've got the GA at 71 we've got the action SA at 44 EFF at 29 so really really it's a matter of waiting and see out say john mm. to see basically what's going to happen next with regards to the city of johannesburg just to quickly wrap it up for us Amungile, it's a it's a long process to swear everybody in when do you think we'll yeah. get everything or, or at least know who the mayor of johannesburg is if there is a, a successful election that's a difficult one but yeah <laughs> uh, from what we are seeing now we are fast approaching lunch they're gonna go and they're gonna break for lunch the swearing in continues then of course after that then the the election of the speaker hopefully without any glitches and all of those things, because there's going to be election, there's going to be voting process, the votes are going to be counted, come back to council and then get get to announce. It might be well way throughout the night sure. till uh, or before we even understand who's going to be the next mayor of the city of Johannesburg, if at all. That's right. Amongile Dumaku, thank you very much following those developments in Johannesburg. SABC One is broadcasting the biggest Maskandi takeover in Zanzi. The Red Nation, Oshunga Maskandi, Saturday, 5.30 p.m. The Blue Nation, Ukuzanbo, Sundays, 5.30 p.m. Stand a chance to win a branded sweater in support of your favorite artist. Just answer what time both shows are broadcasted. Send your answer and who you support, Red Nation or Blue Nation, and the keyword Maskandi to 45881. SMS cost 150. T's and C's apply. Competition ends on the 14th of November, 2021. Here at SAFM, we continue leading the conversation. This Disability Rights Awareness Month, we urge you to join us in commemorating and actively celebrating this month.
our tireless efforts towards a better life for those living with disabilities can only be impactful when we do so together. SAFM 104 to 107 FM nationwide. Nationwide. Update at noon, midday to 1 p.m. Let's go east of Johannesburg now. Kurileni is holding its first council after the local government elections. It remains unclear who will be elected as mayor as the metros amongst the country's hung municipalities. Let's talk to our reporter there, Tsepo Pahane. Tsepo, good afternoon to you. What's the latest in Kurileni? Yes, good afternoon, John. Um, the latest is that we are currently on break. Um, it's a 15 minutes break, uh, John. Uh, what happened uh, before the break was the swearing-in of the councillors. All councillors have been sworn in. Now I, I'm speaking to you. I'm looking at the floor. The IEC is preparing the, the ballot boxes. So what's going to be happening after the break is the, the elect the voting um, process uh, that will get underway. Uh, remember that will be vote, the, the councillors will be voting for the office bearers, which is the position of the, the speaker. Um, the position of the speaker, Go first because at the moment the city manager is the one who's presiding over proceedings. Mm. So immediately after the speaker is voted, is elected, um, he or she will take over proceedings, and then there'll be the the, the, the election of uh, the executive mayor and the chief whip. Have there been any talks? Have you heard of any talks where parties have agreed to who's going to become the mayor? It doesn't look as if there's been anything yet. It's difficult, uh, John, because um, I, I've been speaking to uh, David Makura, the Premier of Gauteng, who was speaking to me, um, but of the record, uh, but he wasn't saying much of the record in his capacity as the, the chairperson of the ANC in Gauteng. He's here, he's sitting at the galleries, um, you know, monitoring proceedings um, as they happen, but he's not uh, divulging much because I asked him to say, I mean, when you look at the numbers, uh, they don't add up uh, for the ANC because this council, this council, you, uh, it's made up of 224 seats. So if you're gonna, um, run, it means you need something like 113, uh, 50 plus one. So when you add the numbers uh, for the ANC, for example, you know, you add the ANC, um, Patriotic Alliance, the African Independent Congress, you remember that one that has been voting with the ANC on that uh, Matatiele issue, the F3, the IFP F3, um, ATM, COPE, the, the other smaller uh, parties, but I, I get a total of, you know, plus minus 100. Um, but when you look at the, the other parties, Action SA, the DA, three on front plus, and also considering in the context of the reaction that we saw, uh, John, over the weekend, uh, in, in, with that, uh, the, the, when, when the DA, um, you know, Remember, there was that meeting of this, this, this uh, uh, parties, Action SA, mm. the UDM, the CDP, and now whatever came out. Now we, we see there's this sort of like um, eruption. Now um, you're not sure now what's going to be happening because they they had if if you put two, them together, they've um, uh, good numbers that they can take over. But now, in the light of what happened, it's difficult to tell. I tried to speak to the AFF to find out, you know, how are they going to be voting? They are not saying much. They are keeping it uh, in, in the wraps. So um, it's, it's a wait and see, John. Uh, it's difficult to tell how this uh, will pan out. Yeah. All right. That all starts in a few minutes.
That's uh, Sepo Fakhani telling us in Akurileni. Thank you very much for that update. Well, I'm sure we'll find out more throughout the afternoon.